Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. Very nice. This is a very basso profundo voice. Now let's hear you do like a, a falsetto. And that makes me Mike. Pretty solid. Thank you. Pretty solid. Not bad at all. It's uh, all the sugar I had today. Yeah? You feel yeah. like you're in a, you feel good? You feel like you're in a good frame of mind? God, I hope so. Uh, I, I went to lunch with my parents and okay. uh, went to a local eatery that we have been known to to go to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to order for like just an unsweetened iced tea. And the waitress must have thought I said sweetened iced tea, which was fine because I like sweet tea, too. Uh, just not like the like the ones that come out of those uh, like 3001 coke machines you know like that stuff I, I don't dig like the fuse that much anymore i used to like it now i'm like oh it just tastes like artificial sweetener and water yeah, yeah. so oh, nonetheless it's really not anything germane to this particular I knew situation you were gonna say the word germane somehow i know i, just, I, I, I was like, like it's it's become one of my favorite words i, I agree it's a great word but We're like pertinent it, also i have no. a germane radar for you where it's like <laughs> you're like this motherfucker's <laughs> gonna say it i yep there know it goes. It. i know his speech pattern so well <laughs> so um the waitress uh says to me oh well we're not doing blah 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 uh, they stopped working with the freestyle the freestyle machine that's what those things are called stopped working with their manufacturing and service now so yeah fresh brewed tea and i was like okay well that should be good she's like we're just setting up everything this is the first time that we've made it since we got the equipment so you know let me know how what you think of it i'm not kidding you I have seen motor oil that was thinner than the stuff that I got the first time. God bless her and, and, and the people in the back that were making this iced tea, but it was actually syrupy. Mm -hmm. That's how much sugar was in it. Yeah. So I drink a couple sips of that and I'm like, whoa, like I literally, I feel it hit me like, oh, like I got punched by a big fist of sugar. <laughs> and she says, well, uh, what do you think? And I was like, it is almost syrupy i said a little bit too much sugar when i say a little bit i mean you could probably easily half that and it would still be too sweet yeah. she goes okay goes back to the back brings me up another one it's only slightly better like it's only slightly less sweet this time it was like at the exact edge between liquid and syrup like mm -hmm. she was on one side of it now she was on the other side of it it was just a little bit less sweet finally comes up with a third time with the glasses and says how about this one and i went perfect it's good it's really good i think when it waters down it's still going to be sweet it's a little a little on the sweet side on the front end of it but i like my tea like that so it was good for me and she's like we tasted it we thought it was okay too i said great i'm not the only one making this decision <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up getting like this crazy Boston cream pie pancake dinner. Dude, I couldn't even finish half of it because it was so sweet. I was nauseated <laughs> by this point. <laughs> I was like, I ruined my lunch completely. 
by drinking that iced tea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I took a normal like 20 ounce cup of it and turned it into several bottles of watered down iced tea when I got home because uh, I was planning on taking the last one home and she just filled me up with another one. But uh, it's still, even at being watered half and half, uh, is is a little off-putting. It, you know, it's really funny that you brought that up because I was just talking about my friend, uh, the guy who, Gary, the guy who made our, our logo. Yep. Rather, the, the graphics, the characters for our logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he he would come to like get togethers with us and he would bring stuff because he's from the south he's from georgia mm -hmm. and so he would bring all these like southern delicacies like oh i brought y'all some real sweet tea and it's like it's like literally your teeth start falling out immediately yeah like your teeth hurt from it like yeah. like it's literally that was how like this stuff was yeah yeah it's like syrup it's like three cups of sugar per gallon of liquid it's unbelievable mm -hmm. <laughs> and um because i sat there and did the math i tried to figure out just how much sugar was so dissolved into this water i was like how is there not a pile of sugar at the bottom of this it's it goes, amazing well, what heat it. will do yeah and, and heat heat and and shaking it'll do it because when i make my homemade iced tea I happen to think that's very sweet, not anywhere near what it was at the restaurant today, but um, the heat melts the sugar and it, you know, then you're good. If you're not making it with heat, then yeah, I guess just shaking the hell out of it or using like Splenda or one of them, but yeah, I don't know. Those get nauseating too after if you put too much of them in something. I don't like any of those artificial sweeteners. But then... I find that equal is okay and that's mm. pretty much it. Uh... Uh, like if I, I have to my dad used it for too long so it's it just all tastes like fucking poison to me it is yeah it's a cat well so is water water is a chemical i'm just saying indeed I'm just, yeah i'm just being pedantic um we are all he, made up of lots of chemicals yes we are all chemicals we are chemical we are chemicals i'll give you some chemical mic right in your face <clears throat> um then he brought this atrocity of food, like a food nightmare called boiled peanuts. Dude, boiled peanuts are awesome. Oh, they're horrible. No, no, they're not. They are horrible. No, no I can't They're stand fucking them. delicious. Agree to disagree because right. uh, I did not they, The peanuts always look like they're screaming. Yeah. Which is kind of funny to me because I imagine that's how food, uh, if it were able to emote in a way that we could see, uh, would be like I imagine all of our food would be like no as it's getting cooked and the yeah. peanuts always look like they're screaming that shit always killed me when I would eat them why do you not like them just out of curiosity I didn't like the texture I guess because they're like really smooth nah they're like chewy and weird and like well maybe maybe depending on how where they where he got them from like if they were something that he bought on the way up and they were sitting they may have gotten chewy the ones that i get are like canned down in south carolina and mm. they are crispy mm. i mean delicious mm. well i'm willing to give it another try well know? i will have to uh, i will have to get myself I mean, some boiled things, peanuts then these things were like chilling in like this fucking oily liquid i just yeah, thought no oh my nasty. god no no they're not like that when they're good see i'm thinking like Stopped at a roadside stand, got a bag of them, and was like, "Yeah, I got boiled peanuts." And as no, they drove, dude, this was it, straight it up got in out a, of control. 
No, this was straight up in a container of water. You had to reach into water to get shit yeah, out. Yeah, that sounds gross. It no, was thank horrible. You. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, no. your the ones idea I get are dry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so the boiled peanuts you're eating are not the same boiled peanuts that I ate that day. No, no. Apparently, that is a very different, mm. you know, kind of thing. Yeah, these ones here, no, they they are crispy. They always they're always screaming, which mm-hmm. I like to think that my regular peanuts scream too. I just don't hear them because yeah. I'm sick like that. Yeah. Scream for me, peanuts. All my scream food must louder. scream for me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> All peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag all peanuts. Hashtag, or, yeah, hashtag planters. <laughs> get, get, go out there and use those two tags together and get us famous, guys. Yeah, yeah, do it, please. Yeah. And maybe they'll send us some boiled peanuts and be like, are these the gross shits you were talking about? Because these aren't the ones that Mike got. <laughs> that were in a can and were dry and had like a freshness seal and everything else yeah, on it. I feel, I feel like you got yours from another planet compared to what i got yes it sounds like we're talking about actually different products altogether. yeah entirely different <laughs> they're both meaning. called boiled peanuts but they're not quite the yeah. same yeah. not all boiled peanuts are created equal so today um i just like an hour ago actually uh my my wife and i introduced our niece to dungeons and dragons and uh she was she was awesome at it like at the first time i turned to her you know to say hey what do you want to do she kind of looked like a deer in headlights she was like uh i have yeah, no i know that idea. feeling well but by the end she was tossing out spells and coming up with tactics and stuff and Kids are just are also so natural Mm -hmm. at picking stuff like that and remembering rules. Well, here's the yes, here's the thing. I gave her because we started talking about D and D at some point in the day. Dude, I nailed that so hard in our 200th episode. Me doing that, yeah, I know. I was thinking about it as I was doing it. As soon as you raised your arms, I was like, he's fucking doing the arm thing. Yeah, yeah, I can't help it. I don't know why I do it, but well, I scratch the back of my head constantly, so that's that's my thing. It's just like a weird, like automatic, like my arms have to float up thing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, like, so I was sitting there talking to her about the Indian. I was telling her, yeah, you know, we have these friends we play with. We'll probably go in a couple of weeks. Do you want to play? And she says, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, And I'm like, well, you know, do you have any idea what type of character you'd you'd like to play? She says, well, I really don't know the options. And I sat there and I thought... This is not like a little kid where I have to sit there and spoon feed everything to her. So I just gave her the player's handbook and said, here, read it up. Tell me what you like. And she came back to me with a full character sheet. Like she didn't know how to do the roles and and like she didn't understand quite how to select spells yet. But she figured that out was we built her character in D&D Beyond. It was great. You know, like, you know, she drew a picture of her character and everything. And, uh. I love that, you know, that she just she just clicked with it immediately. And it was like once she understood what was expected of her and what she could and couldn't do, she just ran with it, you know. Cool. So we're going to be taking her to our D&D night one of these weeks here and uh, introducing her to who I'm um, introducing her to my friend's uh, son, who's about seven. So. 
maybe in that age difference, there's a lot of maturity difference, but they might get along, you know? There is a ton of maturity difference. I know, difference. yeah. <laughs> We're talking, what, 7 and, and 10, right? 7 and 11. 11, Almost okay, 12. yeah, between 11. A, a 7-year-old boy is the equivalent of a 2-year-old girl. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I guess, you, yeah, that sounds about so, right, actually. It, it takes, for an 11-year-old girl to be... Um, mentally stimulated in conversation and everything you would have to essentially be an adult right you know to be able to talk right. to them and not have them be like god what a fucking monkey with clothes on yeah well and, <laughs> and yeah and even though this is a smart kid he's also a smart seven-year-old no i'm not talking about your friend's kid uh there is obviously a vast difference between mm -hmm. that child and another child of their age. age oh but definitely. uh yeah but I mean, that kid might be smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, if he's not now, he will be by the time he's he's. Yeah. Well, in another 12. few days. Another yeah. few days. I'm thinking he might yeah. he might surpass me, and all of a sudden he'll be explaining shit to me next yeah. time I see him, and I'll be like, hey, "How did you even know I like that?" Yeah. I just I know these things, <laughs> and next he'll be floating, and he'll have like a you know hairnet of knowledge on, and <laughs> you know, like at one of the X Men. Yeah, yeah, he'll be. Um... I wonder if this. Uh, I don't even know enough about the X Men to come up with a good. You know, this whole, if, if they're gonna change the name to X People for one of the, <laughs> one of the future movies. Yeah. The X People, X Persons. X Persons, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that'll become a problem. Like it, it, language is always so fluid that there's always gonna be some problem someone's gonna have with some word. Like the words that are okay today will be unacceptable in 50 years you know it's always that way god is any of them x-men do any of them have like man in their end of their name um, i don't know i'm not familiar enough with that franchise ice man he would have to become ice person yeah ice person and he's yeah. like he's like or ice individual what is he's like like a such a high level mutant too like i think he's known as like an epic level or like a uh, soup. I don't remember what the term is. Some, some um, fan is gonna go. Oh, you fucking moron! You know. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm admitting right off the top that I have zero uh, knowledge in regards to X Men. Like, yeah. maybe slightly more than zero, but you know. Well, I never like. It's never been my thing. I was just talking <sighs> to my nephew about this today. I was saying like normal comics don't really interest me like like superman and spider-man all that they don't really interest me like i like the funny ones like i got like donald duck stuff when i was yeah. in the hospital i have my appendix out like shit that makes me laugh in comic books is always going to be okay but uh, i like that but i also like darker stuff like like yeah the i walking like the dead. graphic novel type stuff yeah. too yeah like yeah. walking dead and preacher and hellboy that kind of stuff where it's a little more grown up because well, they're not always going around do good and saving everything right. and like it's it's I'm, it's not like i'm saying like it's predictable but it's it's never like you don't go into one of those comic books going hmm i wonder if they're going to turn bad and kill everybody right and 
so you know, and like those the do, other ones, they yeah. give you twists and turns like that. I feel All like they're the bound. They're yeah. bound quite a bit. Like somebody may go bad because of something that the bad guys do, like a spell or a hex or something like that. But typically, your good guys are good guys, your bad guys are bad guys, and mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a little too predictable for me when I'm when I'm reading something. Well, the problem is like Marvel. A lot of times, Marvel and DC both don't take risks. True. You know, especially DC since the new 52, when they took all their lines down, every single comic line and replaced them with 52 lines and and um, all new writers and a whole new comics code and everything like so all the Vertigo titles like Preacher and Hellblazer and all that stuff went to the wayside. Hellblazer came back as like I think as Hellblazer, it might be come, come back as John Constantine, but there's no swearing and there's no dirty dealings. Like there is, but it's not the. He's not portrayed as the sleazy but scumbag person that he was in the comic. You know, this tragic figure who gets everyone around him killed because he's so much of a coward when it really comes down to it. Like. Instead, he's like a garden variety magician superhero who's not a real superhero. And it's like, it's fucking ridiculous. They took this cool, cool concept and watered it down and made it available to everyone. And it's like, you know what? I'm all for accessibility, but not everything is going to appeal to everyone. You can't make Hellblazer into everybody loves it comic. It was one of the most divisive comics of its fucking time. And that's what made it great. Exactly. I mean, that's the way that's the way it goes. Sanitizing things for for those purposes uh, is one of those like things that I just I I don't get. People talk about, you know, oh, your generation's soft and all these people are soft and everything. But yet they keep pushing those agendas to uh, to censor things. And it just, you know, because mm-hmm. well, once you turn eighteen, you've got a whole world of knowledge available to you. Apparently, that you right. only get when you turn eighteen. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. with regards and, to and your language and music and nudity and all that stuff. You and know? you're and you're and you're immediately gifted with the wisdom to deal with all that knowledge. Oh, absolutely, suddenly thrust upon you so quickly and yes. without warning. Well, yeah. you know, my directions were pretty simple: grasp penis, shake vigorously, repeat. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe it's yeah, maybe it's <laughs> shake vigorously. He's doing this with it. You're not even jerking like, it off. You're just beating it all over. <laughs> the wobble sound like I need like a piece of metal that goes. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well. I was going to say something, but I have no fucking clue what it was now. I was going to say, like, I'm not one of those yutzes that's all, oh, participation trophies are wrong, and this is, you know, and having everybody play is bullshit and everything, but I do think that there is there is a line that mm-hmm. should be drawn at some point to be like, okay, we're getting a little ridiculous with shit when you're doing this. You know, like everybody should be uh, on the field, in my opinion. Everybody should get a chance to play. You're not professionals. Well, what's that say? Nobody's making fucking money off of it. Well, it shouldn't be anyway. There's probably parents that are betting on it, but you know. 
What's that saying? Every, everything in moderation, even moderation. You know, yep. you don't want to go too hard to the liberal side. You don't want to go too hard to the to the conservative side. And within those parameters, you don't want to get too far to the right or left. You're always aiming center, no matter how far you zoom in. But you know, when you zoom in that close, those polarities become so divisive that you're like. Fuck, what do I do? Like a perfect example is when you suddenly find yourself uh, with a musician or an, an act that is problematic, like usually problematic, like, you know, an actor or something, you know, and then and then what Charlie do you Chin? do? Sure, sure. That's a great example. And then what do you do with that person's body of work now? Do you still appreciate it? Do you appreciate it in the same way? Do you push yourself away from it? Do you just sort of ignore the problem and, and enjoy it? I mean, and it, for me, it all depends on, you know, like it all lot. depends on the situation. It all yeah. depends on what they did or said uh, as to whether or not I can guilt free consume yeah. their their uh their entertainment or not that's one right. that always yeah like that's one that i struggle with a lot because i'll be yeah. like all right look i love you know this artist but now they came out and said something absolutely fucking terrible about mm -hmm. you know something and then i'm like oh yeah that was on like my playlist all the time what do i do and then so, i mean typically uh i I avoid any of their stuff after that. Right, because you listen to it and it just makes you think about that shit. It's yeah. not even that you're like trying to be the better guy. It's literally that you cannot ignore what you know now. Yeah. And like their songs tell like shit to you now. It's like, I can't listen to, I still like Nails because I haven't gotten, I don't, I don't think I've been exposed to enough about Tr Trent Reznor, uh, negative aspects for me to really be able to just say well fuck him mm -hmm. like anything he may have done it's probably wasn't egregious enough but i know he's not a great guy you know i mean like mike Patton isn't a great guy like all of them yeah all, you know, all those brilliant mike musicians. Patton's in a planet all his own yeah <laughs> when it yeah. comes to uh to his personality and the shitty stuff that he does to people yeah. yeah but but he's like an upfront asshole you know what i mean like yeah, he's not i can appreciate that yeah like he's not like someone who's nice to your face and then fucks you over or like you know rapes you or something like he has no. a name tag on that says hi i'm a dick pretty much and like if you don't like dicks avoid me right exactly like he's straight up you know he owns who he is but I don't know. Like you, you take a look at some of these people, like like Marilyn Manson. Like I can't listen to another fucking song. That yeah, he, he was one of the people that popped into my head, and I don't even know that much about his behavior. I just yeah. like I heard like one or two things, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? Physical, sexual, physical and sexual abuse with multiple partners at multiple times. In addition to the fact that he, in his own autobiography, admitted to sexually torturing a woman who was too really fucked up chemically to to consent properly she was on all kinds of chemicals at the time like coke and everything else and and he put a recording of her her speaking on one of his albums one of like the like b-side track albums you know the ones that were sort of like yeah. EP or something like that i even own, i even had it and i could only listen to it one time and i was like this is too fucked up especially knowing the story behind it um 
I don't really think that that particular EP was very good at all. But now, like, when I listen to his music, I just think these are the words of a fucking rapist, you know, like, like, mm-hmm. quite literally. And, and, you know, like, I can't, like, I can't listen to them and get this, infer the same meaning from them that I used to, because now I interpret it through the eyes of a fucking rapist. And it's like, oh, whenever time he's talking about power or strength, that's part of his heart is doing that to a woman, you mm-hmm. know, to a, to any part, any sexual partner, you know, and it's just I, I can't I can't let that slide. And I can't, no. I, I can't with any good conscience continue to consume the man's uh, body of work. You know, I don't appreciate him anymore. I don't like his music anymore. Um, I find it embarrassing, cringy and, and disturbing now. You know, and it's ironic that the you know the fucking moral majority were right for a change, because <laughs> that motherfucker is the devil. Yeah, uh, he did. You know, he did take his fair share of hits mm-hmm. for stuff he didn't do, and then he went ahead and made it true. Did Linz ever tell you the story about her and Manson? I think so. About how he met her when she was real young. And he wasn't popular that yet. Yeah, he was like four. She was like fourteen. I think she told that to us one time on yeah. the uh, when she was on. Yeah, I guess I guess he was like ready to like hook up with her, and she didn't know who he was, and was like, "No, he kind of creepy. Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> you know. Thankfully, she made it out of that situation unscathed. Right. Well, yeah. Especially. Well, and yeah, because you know, years later, you hear about all the nasty shit that he did, like. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I'm just glad that she didn't. She she dodged a major fucking bullet, is what she did. Truth. Are you having some soda with your wine tonight? Yeah, a little soda wine. It's an interesting combination. I don't want the soda to get cold. You don't want the soda to get cold? No. I mean to get warm. <laughs> I have an I have an unfrigerator for for making things. <laughs> It's room temperature exactly. I have a re-refrigerator. Wait, no. <laughs> An unrefrigerator. It, An unrefrigerator. I takes, don't know why I went re-re. Yeah, it takes cold items and makes them room temperature in just a few hours. <laughs> also known as atmosphere. Mm, yeah, it's also also known as as the the, the high risk food machine. <laughs> <laughs> the danger zone just opens it up and highway to the. Yeah, Danger nobody zone. knows really what the effects of that song are on food either. So no, it's just no. just as likely to cause problems. Mm. Kenny Loggins spoils my food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Loggins is shown to cause cancer in five out of ten in the state of uh, California. <laughs> five out of out of seven uh, laboratory rats. <laughs> Why does everything cause cancer in California, but it doesn't seem to everywhere else? Um, I think that. It probably has something to do with the earthquakes, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe their closeness to the Pacific Ocean yeah, yeah. has something to do with it, or their their utter they're closer to righteousness. The it, they're, close, <laughs> they're closer to the sun. If you ever go there, it does feel that way. Oh, I like, imagine. Like, even though the, you know, the I don't think the, the elevation is any different, but just the sun... Just because they're closer to the equator than we are. Not really. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, really. No, not really. So you're going to tell me that we are as close to, the, to, uh, to, I don't know, Cuba as Florida is? No. The equator is a big line that goes around the map. And if you're in the northern United States, you are further away from the equator than the southern part of the United States is. We can agree on this, correct? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. California no. is to the west and then south. At the very bottom of California is at least. It would therefore be closer to the equator than Pennsylvania right. is. I need to look at the map because... The world's not flat, dude. I know the world's not flat, but I didn't think it was that angle. So give me a second here. Los Angeles. Make sure you share this with me so that I can see it. Because if I try to do anything else computer related in this room right now, I might just blow the whole thing. Yeah. All right. So let's see here. Los Angeles. All right. You're absolutely right. I, saw, I, I wasn't being a dick or trying to be a dick just because you argued with me about it. But yeah, they're technically closer because they're southern. And yeah, we're but like you were saying Florida and Florida is that's what I think of like California because it's such a long state. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. North, oh, you know what? I wasn't even thinking of the northern part of California. You, you were now I see where you were at on that. Right. That's but, what I didn't get. That's what I didn't get. But in my ignorance, I wasn't entirely sure where on that line, that coastal line, Los Angeles lie. So it's quite south. Like, so it was a misunderstanding on both of our parts, yeah. but uh, yeah, Florida is hot as balls like that too, as I'm mm -hmm. sure you're, you know, I think any, like Georgia when you were there was but, probably much hotter. Oh God. Yeah. Than I would, it is here. Oh fuck. Yeah. But it's a different kind of heat. Like in LA, yeah. it's like hot, but it's dry and yeah. the sun just wants your head wants to fucking melt and well, it's yeah. so fucking bright. But you you're reflecting in, all that light off your solar panel there. Right. And then you step into the shade and it's like 20 degrees cooler immediately. <laughs> it's really weird. But like in, in Los Angeles, I'm sorry, but in, in Atlanta, you can't even escape it indoors. It's so fucking hot and humid. Is it? It's the humidity, right? Yeah, it's the humidity. It's yeah. like it's 100 percent, 90 to 100. You always humidity. feel like you just got out of the shower. It does, you do. You're always the worst smelling shower you've ever been in. You're always <laughs> fucking moist, and yeah. like the the that minimum word is always like, such a treasure. The minimum like fucking humidity level is like eighty eight percent. You know, like you know, most days it's around ninety five to a hundred percent. Yeah, and even eighty degrees in the sun on a humid day like that is is just misery. And you know, you go in the shade, no different. You go into an air conditioned building, that takes the edge off. But you know, it just creeps into everything. I feel like yeah. It also you have a knowledge that you have to go back out into it when you're in that air conditioned building, yeah. so it kind of ruins it anyway. We're like, yeah, I know it's nicer in here, but I'm gonna have to leave here eventually. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, and step back out into that sweltering armpit. I spent the majority of my time in that house indoors uh, when I was living there. Um, I not that that's all that different from anything else, but I wasn't wearing, you know, wearing a uh, wearing your fatigues like in hot places like that, or like arm are uniforms like way hotter. Um, you kind of acclimate to them. Yeah, they're warmer, but you know, you oh, I would always choose the summer BDUs because you had four sets. You had two B summer BDUs and two winter BDUs. The summer BDUs were just a little bit thinner, 
and more breathable. In the summer, the winter ones are like kind of a thicker cut, like a heavier. Do you ever rate. accidentally wear your winter ones in summer? Oh yeah, when you're were... like, oh, that was an unbearable day. Yeah. Oh, sometimes you had no choice because you didn't get their, your other two. Because you only got to wash clothes. I think it's, once a week. it's ridiculous that you only get two uniforms. You're like, we don't care if you smell bad. Just go ahead and throw it on again. Yeah, pretty much. Like, Ugh. but sometimes they would just get absolutely filthy. So you had to throw on a new pair, and you only got to wash clothes once a week. So you know you ha- and you only had a limited size laundry bag, so you couldn't go and buy more clothes in basic training. So you might go through four uniform forms in a week and have to hang on to the last one so yeah you everyone was pretty rank and um the summer bdus weren't too bad but the worst part for me was having my sleeves down i hate having long sleeves like even if i have a long sleeve t-shirt on i pull them up to my elbows Mm -hmm. and yeah i um, get you so do i so, you know, that was uncomfortable. And uh, in basic training, you're not allowed to blouse your sleeves like you can when you're in, in, in you know, advanced training. Uh, I don't so, understand. Yeah. Like, what is that so much of a privilege that they're like, you can't have that. That would be something nice. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's about it's about establishing you're not there yet, kid. Kind of like like you going to take a shit the first time in the latrine and there's like twigs and like leaves for you to wipe your ass with. They're like, you don't deserve toilet paper yet. Yeah. You don't know how to use it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that bad, but that's a fairly apt metaphor, I would say. Yeah, like they, it's just it's it, it's all kind of a game that you just have to learn to play. Like knowing how to speak the lingo. The best way it was ever put to me is I had a guy I knew who told me, you know, right now you think you're in in like a tiny little box, right? But what you need to do is you need to kind of familiarize yourself with the regulations of the army. And you'll find you're actually in a gymnasium with your nose in a corner. that, (laughs) That really fucking hit me. And it stuck with me to this day, you know, 25 some years later, I I still remember that as clear as day because it's absolutely true in any system. The more you know about whatever you're doing, whatever tasks you're oriented towards, if you the more information you're armed with, the better your lay of the land becomes and the easier it is to do what you want to do. Hmm. And I didn't realize that, you know, I thought, oh, I was just stuck and this is the army. If I had to do it again, I would have kicked ass at the military. I just would have struggled with the weight problem. That was always my biggest problem. I couldn't get um, promotions because my fat ass couldn't lose the weight. And that's a regulation. So, well, I mean, you know, being physically fit when you're a fighting force probably makes more sense than not. But but I was physically fit. That's the thing. I was able to pass all the physical requirements except for the actual weight, and which I would argue is fairly irrelevant. I mean, if I can, if I can do everything else that's expected of me except some cosmetic extra inch around the waist, why? Why does that make me suboptimal as, as a soldier? I don't understand that. I didn't understand it then. I don't get it. Was now. your weight based off your height? Or was it like men have to weigh this much? Um, it was based off the, off your height. But when, I was you gonna fail, say. 
it was a BMI chart. And yeah. if you if you didn't test correctly on the BMI chart, they would do this neck and then weigh your waist or do your waist. And they would like record that three times and they do some math, you know, <laughs> some equation and then they would get what your number was. But I saw guys that were fucking ripped get tape tested and fail it because their body type was just bigger and bulkier. Yeah. You know, so it was an unrealistic standard. Yeah, it sounds like saying, very very flawed. If you look if you look at pictures of me from that that era, I'm in amazing shape. Yeah. There should be no reason why I should be stripped of of the ability to gain rank or uh, acquire rewards or go for soldier of the month or apply to be a soldier a, a sergeant. You know, nothing should have stopped me. But uh, that stupid fucking regulation that you might as well just fucking smash your face against the wall and try to argue it because there's no there's no appealing that there's just none. It doesn't exist. There is no appeals process for the regulations. You know, like you can voice your concerns and watch them go nowhere. Well, yeah, I'm sure that uh, many have felt that frustration. Yeah. Absolutely. One of the guys I, I went to a special PT with because I was also forced to go to special PT in the hopes that somehow that would make me lose weight. Like I wasn't already working out every day. It was yeah. so, so fucking stupid. But I had to go to special PT and there was this guy who was having trouble losing weight. And I was like, well, all right, tell me like your diet and stuff. And He's like, all right, so I eat like five, six small meals a day, like around three to 400 calories tops, you know, uh, with like, you know, nuts and berries and, uh, uh, you know, like, like fruit, but not too much fruit and lots of vegetables and some beans and like just a small amount of meat. And I'm like, dude, you sound perfect. And then he takes a swig of this Gatorade. I'm like, oh, hey. How many of those do you drink a day? And he goes, I don't know, like four. I'm like, okay, let's look at the calories on that. He says, oh, it's only 150. I'm like, look a little closer. Tell me how many servings are in that bottle. He goes, <gasps> and he does yeah, the and math. The sugars are yeah. insane. He does the math in his head and he realizes he's drinking like, you know, probably I would say six, three and six and twelve. Yeah. I don't know, 2,400 extra calories a day of just liquid. And I was like, he's like, holy shit, no wonder I'm not losing any weight. I'm like, yeah, you're just dumping sugar into your body. You just made me think I'm holding, for those that can't see it, a little 12-ounce bottle of Gatorade Fruit Punch. Okay, serving size is one bottle. This is a single serving size, but calories are 80. Okay, oh, calories aren't that bad. Uh, Total carbohydrates, 8%. Total sugar is 21 grams. Wow. How much of your day is that? 41%. of your daily allotment of sugars in an eight ounce or a 12 ounce drink. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I got a Dr. Pepper here and that's got 39 sugars. 78%. Yeah. Think about that. You you are killing all of us are killing our fucking sugar intake daily. Oh yeah, and not even realizing it. Yeah, 
I actually drink, and I'm not saying this because I'm like, ooh, I figured it out. I'm, I drink uh, sugar-free uh, stuff. Like, I get the mm-hmm. sugar-free Coke, the sugar-free uh, Dr. Pepper and stuff like that. I can't fucking I'll tell you, I, if you haven't tried them lately, if you haven't tried them in years, they are markedly better than they ever were before. I've been to your house and I've had them. Yeah. I don't, I, I, they're, they're tolerable. And I, 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 you know, like I drink them because that's what's there. And I don't want to like bring my own soda and be some kind of fucking soda douche. I wouldn't think you were a soda douche. I'd be like, hey, cool. He brought his own shit to drink. That means I don't have to fucking worry about going out and buying stuff tomorrow. Well, maybe I'll do that (laughs) next time. Maybe I'll do that next time. Because, yeah, like... I meant that more for the people that were listening than for you. Yeah. You know, I'm saying if, if you haven't tried sugar-free soda in a long time, zero okay. sugar, give it a shot because it actually, I mean, Diet Dr. Pepper used to be fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. And now I think it tastes more like regular Dr. Pepper, like they say on the commercials. Like, yeah. I still hate Diet Coke, but the classic Coke Zero seems for me to have that same bite, that same flavor and everything. Like, I think they're a lot closer well, they used Coke to be. Zero is really good. Coke Zero is not Diet Coke. The only no, reason Diet, Diet Coke is fucking appalling. Well, the only reason Diet Coke still exists is because enough people have made it their drink of choice. Yeah. They've acquired that taste. So I it's think like, that once our generation is senior citizens, they won't. Diet Coke will just cease to exist because none of us drink it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like much. a 60 and older drink, I think. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Diet Coke. Why have a Diet Coke when you can have a, 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 Coke, a Zero? Coke Zero? Which, yeah, has no sugar in it, which is what you yeah. were looking for, perhaps, and uh, it still has caffeine. But it tastes really good. What's really good, I like once in a while, like I'll spoil myself and get the Coke that has like the Zero. Uh, high fructose mm-hmm. corn the, syrup. No, you mean the, the like the real cane sugar stuff? The cane sugar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There is a, a especially around our area, and I'm sure down where you're living at now. Uh, almost every store, I bet you, has those like um, Mexican Coke. Well, it's I mean, for lack of a better thing, like the uh, there's those smaller soda companies that make oh. the sugar or make the all their uh, sodas with with just plain cane sugar and like oh, they have yeah, an assortment yeah. of them you yeah know. craft sodas yeah, yeah craft sodas craft soda. i don't know why my brain couldn't go to the word craft considering i'm sitting on crafting equipment mm. hmm. but uh yeah we'll like figure. that that stuff there that's always my treat i love like trying different sodas and uh and getting some of those because i swear that the ones with the cane sugar make me more hyper so <laughs> well they're also they they also have flavors that you won't find anywhere else like yeah like jones soda makes like turkey gravy fucking soda i've never tried it i just know that like around thanksgiving they put out this we should like, try it on the air sometime like do they should. make a brown gravy version because like brown know. gravy not turkey gravy i've always said if somebody made a drink that tasted like brown gravy i would drink it because i love it I even said I, I, I would eat brown, brown gravy flavored ice cream once, but this sounds actually. They sounds, might make that. It's this sounds like an episode of in in the kitchen with Tom and Mike. <laughs> right there, you go. That's We're gonna try too. sodas, craft sodas today. Why the fuck not? You know what I'm gonna do once uh, once my brother-in-law moves back, uh, in like because he's back home, I guess. South Dakota, I can say that without really revealing too much. South Dakota's a big state. Uh, but he's back there um, finishing up on the house and getting ready to sell it and just working, you know, in the meantime. 
And uh, he is, when he comes back, one of the things he wants to do is pour concrete in my outbuilding, the, 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 the barn. Yeah. And I was like, cool, you know, we're going to have a lot of room. Do you think it'd be, are we going to be wiring it for electric? He's like, oh, hell yeah. I was like, do you think I'd be okay if I uh, used a corner of the, the barn for a green screen and some light rate rigging lights? And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. You can do that if you want. So uh, we'll have a green screen. We can actually start doing some like set design, like building a set and then doing nice. the rest in the background is like digital and uh fucking do a, a real like proper youtube show in addition to the podcast proper youtube show i don't know if you ever watched good good mythical morning of course i have there uh, like i could see you and i doing something of the in that kind of vein like not their gimmick obviously but you know like you know, how much of a gimmick is two good friends, you know, great friends, like, fucking entertain the camera people for <laughs> 20 minutes at a stretch with some stupid, like, hey, we're going to try every flavor of Oreos smashed together into one. You know, like, mm. I just earlier tonight, uh, I had a little strawberry, a little chocolate and a little uh, original flavor of Rice Krispie treats. And I smashed them together. And my mom nice. was like, what are you doing? And I was like. Suicide. It's a suicide stick. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Neapolitan. That's what this is going to taste like. I hope. (laughs) Strawberry ones. Yeah. They're a little bit overpowering, but uh, still, they're still good. I always thought that Wendy's should do that shit. They have the strawberry flavored Frosties in the summer that they should do chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Yeah. Like, just have them all the time. Yeah. No, they don't want to, though. Apparently, uh, you have to, like, be like in their little in in circle group like that would mean three frosty machines per location i don't think we can have this although better frosty machines than mcdonald's ice cream machine which is always broken it's so i keep hearing this and i've never encountered that maybe i've encountered it a shitload of times really yes maybe it's because i never order ice cream from mcdonald's so i never would know but like I've never been there and had seen like a sign that says our ice cream machine's out of order or anything like that. So. Yeah, even on like DoorDash, I've seen it before. We went to order something and they're like, "You can't get a milkshake because our ice cream machine's out of order." And I was like, "Damn it!" The ones around here, it does actually happen semi-frequently. <laughs> get your yeah. shit together, McDonald's. I know, aren't they like a multi-trillion-dollar fucking company or something? I mean, this is bad as the army giving you fucking four uniforms like you're not actively living and breathing everything that you do there yeah <laughs> like how about like i don't know three of each that'd be a little better <laughs> like it isn't like the government isn't the richest fucking entity on the face of the planet well there is something to be keeping keep in mind here to be keeping in mind here there's you're something also- to be keeping in mind yeah, you're issued two pairs of boots, you're issued all these uniform stuff, and, and then one duffel bag. And all that stuff has to fit in that duffel bag. And I'm telling you right now, it is an absolute bitch to get it all in there. Okay. There's no room for anything So they else. also need to buy bigger duffel bags. I don't know how they can make a bigger fucking duffel bag. You'd need, like, a support, like, truss. How about a duffel bag and a backpack? Well, you carry the duffel bag on your back. Dude, you don't understand how big this duffel bag is. It's like, imagine a duffel bag, all right? 
right? Okay. Well, how about one pair of boots only, but an extra pair of pants and an extra shirt? I don't know, man. The boots, you need to be able to change your boots daily. And you need to be able to change your socks like four times a day. I, I, I get that. So, you know, like that is the, the downfall of so many people in the military that don't listen to it when they say, like, I change your socks. Like, no, you really want to change your socks frequently on a road march because. Yeah, I, I wouldn't understand why you wouldn't change yeah. your socks. <laughs> like, I enjoy having blisters and wet socks. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Your, when your feet start to basically rot. Then you'll wish that you remembered that fucking yeah. Don't let you know. Don't don't let the trench foot get ya. Yeah, you. Yeah, know, I'd be walking it, around with an extra pair of socks tucked in my pants or something, and be like, I got an extra pair right here. Plus, it looks like I have a huge unit. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you get rank in the military. Is yeah, having a big dick, penis. absolutely yep. big dick energy. Yep, it makes the fucking world go round. It's big. Well, there's a reason why they call having it, a big dick, not being a big dick. That's why they call it the uniform, the BDU. It's the big dick uniform. Ah. There's a special pouch in the front, down the front. Wow. And you, and, you know, because the army is so utilitarian, you can swap out. So if you're dressing left or right, you can swap it over. And, and, and you know, this, it doesn't fuck with your inseam. Your nice. uniform line stays nice and clean. Yeah. yeah. Your dog line is nice and clean. Yeah. It's, Very nice. Is it easy to hide erections in the BDU? Uh, well, they put so much fucking saltpeter in the food that you don't really taste the thing. Uh, or that you don't ever get hard. Now, that, that was a joke from basic training that they put saltpeter in our in our drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the victory punch was what they called it, which was just this really gritty, salty fucking Kool-Aid that they just gave us so that we wouldn't fucking fall out because we weren't drinking enough water. You know? Um, but... Uh, the 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 rumor or the long-standing rumor i guess was that they poured saltpeter into it mm-hmm. to keep you from getting hard because they didn't want you fucking uh fraternizing with with the uh, other soldiers and they didn't want you jerking off i guess either because you know why let a person have a little fucking release in the most stressful environment they could possibly be in outside yeah, right. of an actual act of war um but uh oh, i'd be jerking in the trenches like man it's all way i can cope yeah dude oh yeah no doubt dude i i i had a whole system worked out i could only do it every couple of weeks because it was when i had fire guard but yeah i would take oh man you were shooting massive guard. loads too then like oh, everywhere yeah. oh yeah i had i had to uh create a little system of to- toilet paper to catch it all so it didn't fire off into the ground and get you know because then i had to either clean it up or like mop it up or like <laughs> god forbid get it on my uniform which i was still wearing <laughs> is that hair gel yes sir it is because it's something about us. mary yeah you know that is out of regulation so, soldier yeah you're yeah. not allowed to have jism hanging from the front of your bdu but yeah no being being in the military sucked <laughs> <laughs> I just can't I can't sugarcoat it. There were just too many elements to it that sucked. Like there were great elements to it too. <laughs> but you had to look for them. You had to find them. And I guess you could argue and say that, you know, that's true of any job. 
But the the difference is that you can leave any other job anytime sure. you want. You know, maybe not realistically, maybe not pragmatically, but in actual fact, you can leave any other job whenever you fucking choose. Not so in the military. You are there until your tour is done. And any activity that you perform that to get yourself fired won't get you fired. It will make your job worse because you'll get extra duty and you'll get fined <laughs> and you'll duty. get knocked down in, 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 in rank and all kinds of shit. So, yeah, it the whole thing is is it, you're locked in, you know, so <clears throat> the fact that they let an 18 year old kid sign up is a little disturbing. I feel like the age of entry should be just a little older, but the problem is, is that if it were, we'd have less people in the military because less people would make that choice and informed choice yeah. at the age of 21 or 25 than they would at 18. And they just want to get away from their parents and, and see the world, you know, because that's how a lot of them are. They're like, I, I want to get the fuck away from my hometown and my shitty home life and, 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 and do something different. I remember there was a guy from Maine in my basic training who was going to go to um, reserve afterwards and he was sad when the end of basic training got, came and he said I want to change to active duty as soon as possible and I was like well why he's like because I don't want to go home I hate it there and that was so alien to me but yeah yeah you know for so so many soldiers seamen airmen <laughs> I knew you're gonna laugh Marines, come on dude seamen. of course it's ridiculous yes yeah everyone else laughs including the seamen laugh at that it's ridiculous but I mean all all those people you know they're making this enormous sacrifice and and it is it, you're just putting your life on hold when you join the military you know you get great training and you know uh, you get the respect of quite a large amount of the pot of the American population just for having done so. You also reap some pretty good benefits. Fantastic afterwards. Benefits. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing benefits. And and I mean, you know, just the GI Bill alone is is life changing. And then the VA loan for your house. And if you're disabled, the the benefits provided to you I'll never have to pay, you know, housing taxes again. I never have to pay for any medication again. I never have to pay for any doctor visits whatsoever. I can be seen anywhere in the country, probably anywhere, anywhere that there's a military base in the world I could be mm -hmm. seen at. And they wouldn't charge me a dime for anything that was required of me medically. Or, and if it was something elective, they could refer me to somebody, you know, but yeah, I have. And that's just for signing up and busting my ass for a while and not, you know, not being a fucking asshole, basically, because mm -hmm. it's getting kicked out. I'll tell you another a good story. I knew this guy. Let's call him Flanders. Um, he was <laughs> he was miserable and he didn't want to stay in. And when his time came up they enacted this stopgap that prevented him from getting out because his MOS was in critical need of personnel so they involuntarily extended his enlistment by two years and, and that's a long time yeah 
and he was just he was like fuck i just wanted to get out and so he started smoking pot heavily and then he told his sergeant like yeah um i am addicted to weed and they're like oh okay well all right you're gonna need to go to recovery are you free now you can stop he's like i'm trying i'm trying i don't know uh well you're gonna have to go to this recovery program you're gonna have to do regular drug tests and he failed every drug test and within a year he or less than a year he was out on an honorable a medical under honorable conditions because he had come to them first and said i have a drug problem he was intentionally burning the cup every time like he made sure to smoke right before <laughs> because he walked in and like raked of it yeah no he did he made no effort to hide it whatsoever he'd show up to to duty stoned like he sold it all the way down the river because he was like i i'm getting the fuck out and I'll do whatever it takes to do it. And this is fun anyway, so why the fuck not? Yeah. And, you know, he got out under honorable conditions because under their circumstances at that time, that would have been a major thing if they would. Now, oh, man, the laws, the rules have changed. Like, you can't get away with that shit anymore. But they call it the Flanders rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're onto this guy stupid flanders um but there is that's why well he had a similar name and so that that's why i, I call him flanders because i would always say that to him i'd be a like, stupid flanders <laughs> i remember one time we were going to my house after something some event and we were all like hey let's go get drunk at my house so we're all heading back to my house and he stops he's putting gas in his car He's acting real weird because it won't fit in the the intake pipe all the way. So he's like dancing around and doing stupid shit. And then his car makes it about four feet and then sputters out. We push it into the back. And here's what happened. He put fucking diesel in his engine. What a fucking moron. That's, that's Sorry, why. that's so stupid. I know. I know. Different color pump. Different pumps. <laughs> Different you size. Know, different That's size, why it didn't yeah. fucking fit. Yeah. Like the oh only thing I could get worse is if a big fucking neon sign lip said, You are using diesel now, you know, like Oh, that's an expensive repair. Oh yeah. He was he was oh, he was officially bummed. We were about there for like two hours, like fucking around with the signs like Fuck it, are you coming with us or not, dude? He's like, No. We're like, all right, well, we're gonna go drink. See ya. And we just left him there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he was ruining our fucking. He was ruining our good time, you know, like with his dumbass mistake. You know, he could get a fucking cab. He was all right. That is a massively stupid mistake <laughs> for anybody that's put gas in a vehicle. I don't know once. I know, like immediately something would feel wrong. Like that doesn't smell like gasoline normally smells. Yeah. Well, Why is the price so fucking high? He just, <laughs> I don't know. He was just not paying attention on any level. Hell, maybe he was high at the time. Who knows? That well, would certainly could have been. It. Yeah, could have. I mean, hell, that would be an amazing uh, example of your issue. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I accidentally, I was yeah. so high, I've accidentally put diesel fuel in. It was actually <laughs> a, uh, a, um, 
Why can't I? A mechanism of uh, of his plan. Yeah. Yeah, he was setting the, the groundwork early. Yep. Like, just something innocuous like that. Like, oh, I, you know, so I had nothing to do with my, with my duty, but I totally put fucking diesel in my car. <laughs> the other guy we ended and up duty. hanging out. So the other guys that we ended up hanging out with, the one guy who was really into the Dave Matthews band. Like, Ugh. he had all these posters of him up in his office and stuff. And he's like, hey, everybody, thank you for coming to my concert. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Dave Matthews. <laughs> this next, I worked one of this those. This next song is about fingering a girl. <laughs> I, I worked one of those concerts once doing traffic. That is the most fucking inebriated and stoned I've ever seen people in my life. Oh yeah. Like I thought like this must be what the Grateful Dead shows were like because yeah, yeah. there was a girl who was laying spread eagle on the pavement in front of me fucking just laying there and her boyfriend's like, Oh my gosh, she needs something to drink. Can you get her something to drink? And I'm out in like the middle of a parking lot with nothing around anywhere and I'm like, Well, I got this like half warm bottle of water. And that he ended up being like, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. I was like, I'm not taking your money for this. Could you also, your girlfriend, you close the door there? I can, yeah. you know, like her clam sticking out and everybody can see it. <laughs> Never seen anybody that fucking roasted wow. before that day. Yeah. That was also the concert, I think, where the people shit in the parking lot. And I was like, we're walking around patrolling. And I'm like, Is that shit? Just shit. No toilet paper, just shit. But I guess if you squat hard enough and you cut the turd off clean. Mm-hmm. It's like a Lego and, block. You know, yeah, it's not like it's not like one of your typical thousand wipers where it's like you got a felt tip marker up your butt or something. Yeah, yeah. You're probably all right. But even if you're not, it's just a little dirty, not a whole lot dirty. <laughs> yeah, you, that does rarely happen where you get the clean cut off. The first few times that I smoked, I had, like, perfect shits. Like, non, no wipers. Like, you wipe once and there's nothing there, and I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing. Does this always happen? It doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I just, They were just special. Just maybe you were blessed that day with something but yeah that's not yeah. typical like that's, two times like i'll say this like like uh, you could pull like a hundred thousand a million people who use cannabis on a regular basis and say have you ever noticed that using it makes your turds better and i'm gonna say <laughs> a blindingly massive number of them are gonna say no not at all ever what the fuck are you talking about get the fuck out of here with that microphone i'd be the one holding the mic and what if like a bunch of people were like yeah i totally noticed that maybe maybe you'd be a trendsetter like yeah. like everything was so calm and perfect that my bowels were just like i'm gonna go along with the vibe here huh maybe there is something just a regular that. old shit. you know you know um because i'm never like less than you know i don't know 10 wipes like well, it just doesn't happen a couple of the the qualifying conditions for medical marijuana in the state of pennsylvania are crohn's disease and um um ibs irritable bowel irritable bowel syndrome could both, be something to it both digestive issues um 
that uh, involve inflammation and, and over stimulation of the gut and marijuana actually does prevent those symptoms um, which can cause you to not have as many problems in your gut mm. and your belly area and mm. your butt all up in there in your butt so the weed shit might be the best shit it may be that should be the episode title is weed shit the best shit? <laughs> you gotta listen to the whole episode to find out. See, the problem with that is it doesn't play well on YouTube in terms yeah, of Yeah, fair title. enough. Yeah, we need to find fair something enough. else. So maybe just the weed S or the weed like... Apparently the kids are calling weed Zsa in certain parts of the state. Huh. So yeah. Well, my brother-in-law... That's was... what I heard. So I got this thing. <clears throat> I went to a little community. They called it a picnic, but it wasn't really a picnic. It was like a a big sort of Is it a nanny? No, it was a big U-shaped thing with a bunch of different local like like stuff uh, related to like education. And like the Girl Scouts and all this stuff. It was for the, the kids' school. Like it was held at the middle school and they had a bunch of like of activities they could the kids could do that they weren't interested in, in the least. Well, that's typically uh, how that goes. Yeah. And a uh, bunch of um little I don't want to call them vendors because they weren't really vendors, they're more like local like churches and stuff like that. And at one of them, like vendors of the Lord. Yeah, vendors of of, of God of righteousness. This, this woman, I guess she just assumed they were my kids because, you know, I was there. And so she's like, oh, yeah, your kids, like all this. And, you know, we after school and you can go and learn the Bible. So it's very Bible. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, OK. You know, like, like, um, yeah, that sounds great. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And then she handed me this. I'll see if you can read that. So what? what are drugs anyway? And the little Asian girl on the cover wants to know. She does want to know. And here's what it says. Drug users take drugs into their bodies in a lot of different ways. Drugs can be snorted, smoked, eaten, drunk, or shot with a needle. Drug users take drugs because they think drugs make their problems go away. Is that true, Mike? Um, not strictly. I, 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 <laughs> do they do they help you to forget your problems a little bit? Yeah, I would say that bit, definitely. Yeah, do but... I think that they make my problems go away? Mm-mm. No, no, definitely no, not. No, you, you know, I think they do solve one big problem for me, and that is boredom. They're great at resolving problems with boredom <laughs> because <laughs> drugs are a lot of fucking fun. I mean, you know, like, like even if we're just talking about pot and alcohol, that's fun. All right, yeah, yeah I can agree with that. It's not fun. But actually, it surprised me because this document is about one, two, three, four, five, six, Ooh. seven, eight pages long. Seven and a half, really, because half of it is just cut off. But it's just cut it talks, off. Well, it's like blank. But there's two pages on alcohol. That's for notes. I guess, yeah. There's two pages on alcohol, two pages on tobacco, 
a page on meds, like your parents' meds. Mm-hmm. And that really feels like one that should have more pages. Yeah. And then a page and a half on how to say no. And included in this how to say no is if someone offers you alcohol, you can say drinking hurts me and I want to be well. Tell the truth. You care about your body more than you care about fitting in. I've been hurt by drinking. Like throwing up in the toilet for, you know, uh, well, you have too. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Sounded like a broken sewage pipe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yet here I am. Yeah. Nope. Imbibing. Uh, Not saying that alcohol and people imbibing alcohol doesn't cause terrible things, but there's other decisions involved in the process that is not alcohol's fault. Item number two. How to say no. If someone offers you alcohol, okay, I'm out. Get out of here. Just say you have to go. And this isn't your scene. (laughs) This isn't my scene. Somebody's going to be like, did you say scene? Are you high right now? Nobody says that. Here's here's the next one. Want to play outside or watch a movie and said, play outside? How old are these kids? Yeah, like, uh, who's offering your fucking preschoolers drugs? And yeah. are they going to even understand what this pamphlet says? Yeah. It's yeah. like the bench that says, learn how to read. Call this number on it. Nobody fucking knows what the bench says. Here's my favorite one. No, thanks. I act silly enough already. That's going to get you pummeled. Yeah, you're probably going to get your ass beat. You're going to get your ass beat. Are you saying I fucking act silly? Yeah, nobody's going to take kindly to that. No, you're going to get your butt beat. I'm enough of an asshole already. Not to invoke the the name of Cosby, but back when his comedy was acceptable to enjoy because we didn't know yet that he was... I got to tell you, I'm very sad that it's not because of him, because Chicken Heart... You know what? That was my shit. I'm going to say that while I won't sit and enjoy his work today, it doesn't take away from my my the enjoyment I took when I was ignorant oh, yeah. of him. No. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, you were naive to it. Then. I have an album of Quincy Jones' uh, compilation that he did with Bill Cosby. Like, they worked together and did, like, these crazy, funky jazz songs and shit. And mm-hmm. Cosby provided, like, you know uh vocals even if they weren't words and noises i guess during it it was an amazing album and like i haven't listened to it in ages because i'm like well fuck that guy i don't want (laughs) to i don't want to do that yeah but i mean you know it's hard not to because but i still you know you search you search your soul right like you search yourself and you go what would it take for me to do what cosby did and i can't even access that like I can't even come within 10 steps of it because there's so many red flags and warnings in my own self monitoring that will go, whoa, dude, you need to chill the fuck out right now. Like you're thinking like some kind of psychopath, Yeah. you know, like, and I, that's why I don't try to get into people's mind space with stuff like yeah. that because that exact thing happens. And then I'm like, whoa, my God, what if I chose to do something like that? Not whoa. like I would, but you know. Well, okay, I'll tell you. Here's the thing. Like, like I, su- you know, just like me, uh, just like you, I suffer from wildly from intrusive thoughts. Oh, fuck yes. Well, since my, you know, family-in-law, I guess you could call them, uh, has moved in, 
I've become more aware of them because I'm around other people. I could just yeah. indulge in my stupid shit with Jennifer around to start cackling madly. But when I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I need to walk up behind that person and scream in their ear, cuckoo, cuckoo, it's morning time. You know, like, or some insanity, <laughs> fucking bullshit, inappropriate craziness that just pops into my head for no reason whatsoever. You know, and I'm like, and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Why am I like this? What can I do to stop it? What do I need to take or smoke mm -hmm. or drink or imbibe? Like, yeah, fuck say no to drugs. I'll say the yes to all of them if it'll make that shit go away because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of feeling like some weird psychopath. It's very yeah. irritating. No, I, I, I get those feelings. I do. Uh yeah. Because well, it's the you know. same impulse that makes you drive down the highway and say, what if I just let go of the wheel, you know, <laughs> or what if I stepped out in front of traffic or what if I stood on this train track and just let it fucking approach me and not get out of the way in time? Mm -hmm. Like, what if I jump off this bridge? Like, there's this insane, suicidal, self-destructive, like, death drive within all of us yeah you know um and i find it fascinating that it's there and that we almost all of us like idolize it to some degree because even if we are told in our own lives like not to engage in that behavior by our peers our parents our our our, our co-workers all these other people we all go to the movies every Friday night and watch movies about those exact people and go, wow, they're so interesting and cool. Like, look how unique they are because they're crazy. Because you'd have yeah. to be insane to be a hero. You'd have to be insane to be a superhero. I, I would think it takes a certain uh, amount of that. If you had, like, superpowers, most people with superpowers would be like, all right, cool. I have superpowers. This is awesome. I'm definitely going to use this to my advantage, you know, but they wouldn't sit and go, I have an, I have an obligation to society. I must, I must reach out to all people and they must use my powers for good. You know, like, they like, become very noble. Yeah. Like, why would that happen? Like, like most people are pretty selfish. You have to be a little bit nuts to kind of say, oh, wow, I have these powers. I better like make a spectacle of myself and become a celebrity you know because that's really what it is like unless you're unless you're like superman you mm -hmm. know where you're literally from another planet and you don't have the same type of brain as human beings the only reason to be a super villain or a superhero is because you just have this need to be loved well, that I, hope supersedes everything. Look at Tony Stark. Look, I at, would say also to think of it from another angle. If you didn't use your superpowers and anybody found out you had them, you would be vilified because you could have stopped things from happening. You could have. So maybe there's a little bit of self-preservation involved in that also. Possibly, but that self-preservation takes a backseat when you're constantly putting yourself at risk and putting the ones that you love at risk simply by being a superpower. And being open about it. I would love, actually, you know what? That's interesting territory. I would love to see like a series about those that have the superpowers, the epic level powers, 
that like the X-Men have or like Spider-Man or something like that. But they just try their best to lead a normal life. And I think I even know how you could do it. You could present it as a reality show. I think that would be an amazing show. Hmm. Don't you? Yeah. Like presented as though you're seeing reality. And it's like the story of like four different metas or superhumans or, 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 or mutants or whatever you want to call them. And each of them has like this epic power. But they have chosen to hide it for the sake of themselves, their sanity, their families, whatever. And it just follows their exploits from day to day. And like the Sounds little like things. Sounds like the real world with superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But The Justice would, House. Be like, honey, would you make all oh, the chicken. True story. Yeah, she's like, oh, the chicken's burning. He goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I'll get, I'll take care of it. No, no just stay here. Watch the baby. I'll be right back. And he goes around the world like eight times back you know backwards so like time <laughs> rolls back and he takes the chicken out he's like dinner's ready honey you know like that's yeah it's perfect as always like yeah like but he's not using that for anything else than other than to like make sure dinner doesn't burn you know like <laughs> i think this premise might have already been done in some shows probably I know that like the Thundermans that was on Nickelodeon is probably one where they were trying to they were superheroes who were trying to live a normal life in suburbia and not use their powers, but they always ended up having to use their powers. But is, I don't think it's ever been done in this framework before, no. where it's super, like where it's like a, a reality TV show. Although there was this amazing like, and I don't like reality shows much, and I don't like competition shows much. Even though some of them can be pretty cool, um, I love like, American Ninja Warrior. That's oh, that's a whole different class, dude. Still competition. That, that's no, no. I'm saying that's a whole different thing. As far as I'm concerned, American Ninja Warriors, it's on its own god tier. And if you don't like it, then you're not. You just haven't watched it enough. Yeah. You know, you really just have to watch enough of it to really get into it and go, oh wow, you know, this is really interesting. Like these incredible athletes like their level of expertise is like you know superhuman in and of itself yeah but i forget where i was going with that i i had a i had a good angle and i forget where the hell it was going i was talking about superheroes and a reality show a reality show where the superheroes are Oh, right. I remember. Yes. Yeah, so Stan Lee had a reality show. It was a competition show called So You Want to Be a Superhero. <laughs> and he would he hosted it. And basically, he would just appear on the screen. And he had all these characters, all these people who had like backstories and everything all worked out in like a costume. And a couple of them were hired actors who sort of act like one of them, like who made the cut was actually a hired actor who turned out to be the villain against all the rest of them. <laughs> but the rest of them were like just normal people pretending to be, you know, little normal people with a little flair for acting in the creative aspect of things like, but normal people, you know, one was called fat mama. <laughs> and she was like a fan favorite because she was awesome. She's like, I let this, this shit get in my way. I'm going to fucking win, you know, like, like just, just badass. And then, you know, another one was like this, like 
Tarzan-like chick, you know, like, like, um, who I remember being extremely sexy. Um, uh, Amazons normally are. There was also some backstory about her being kind of super friendly with some of the guys on the show. So, you know, there was a little drama involved there. But then that came back to hit her later, you know, in the show. It's like, Tarzania, you have showed great resilience in all of these tests. But again and again, I have seen you fraternizing with the enemy, with other members of the team, without any due respect to the damage you may be causing to the integrity of your team. And for that reason, you're being cut. You know, like, it's like, you know, like he really gets down and digs in and uh, but he does it in such a classy way because it's fucking Stan Lee, you yeah. know, like, you know, probably like Stan Lee, like I imagine him at like, you know, Club 54, <laughs> you know, rolling in a pile of cocaine. But, you know, still somehow, hmm. despite being like your sleazy uncle, just like somehow wholesome at the same time what are you doing something caught my attention over across the room and i couldn't stop looking at it for a moment oh my god simon is just getting so bad with the new family members because they they all we all drink soda now like crazy because they are soda people and um you can't have a soda out without simon going crazy on it like he just sits there and like he'll do this like say this is a soda right up here he's ah! like that and tries to grab at it with both of his paws and he's being a little shit and he's attacking people's hands and stuff and then he's just super sweet with me and i'm like uh, this morning he was laying in bed with us and he was you know loving on dexter and and just being the sweetest little cat and i said you know what he's showing off and she said, yeah, he is. He's showing off. He just wants to drink some soda, man. He's no, he's he's trying maybe, but I think he just likes the sound of it. Like the bubbles, because he doesn't care if it's a flat soda, but if it's a freshly opened soda, he's got to attack it. He wants to knock it over. Um, and like everything else, like like a toddler, he wants to do whatever it is you're doing. He has to be involved in whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> like there's chalk sitting right now. There's loose chalk sitting on my windowsill in my kitchen by the chalk paint. Um, if I were to pick it up right now, if I were to go downstairs, pick it up and start drawing on the chalkboard, within three minutes, he would be by my side and smacking chalk down on the ground, and breaking it in two, smacking it around the floor. He could give a fuck about the chalk. It's the fact that I'm there and it's a way for him to fuck with me or to get my attention or both. Yeah. Because that's just because he's crazy. He's and we figured out that he's one of those cats that only has a couple brain cells to rub together. Well, you know, know, he did come from my house. (laughs) But that's not true of any of your other cats, is it? Uh, I have some pretty dim dim bulbs yes uh were they inbred is that what it was i i think i think that could be part of it could be uh because when we got all three of the the three stray kittens that ended up being you know mommy and daddy and mommy 
somebody said that they were all from the same litter, and it isn't like we bred them. It was an accident. Yeah. But uh, I don't think they were because there's very, very, like, I don't know, like, they're, they looked all different, very different mm-hmm. in the way that they, uh, well, and you know, their no... bone structure and everything. Not just like, oh, they were all different colors, so they couldn't have been from the same litter. More like, you know, this one was massive. Mm-hmm. These two, one of them looks like she has Siamese in her. And the other one definitely did not. Yeah, you know. Well, like, also he doesn't have any physiological issues whatsoever. No, none of no, none of none of them do. Yeah. yeah. So it's just I think that you know there's just some stupidity that is just yeah. It's a cat thing. Yeah, it is. I have I have uh, you know two cats that forgot how to jump the foot from the end of the bed to the window. They forgot how to cat midway yeah. between the bed and the window and slammed into the wall like and there's no reason why that should have happened right <laughs> you know or ones that i'm standing taking a piss and the cat jumps up into the toilet into my piss stream it's not particularly intelligent no no not but smart. it happens well or a cat who even as a kitten shows the uh, remarkable a level of self-preservation that permits him to go up to a steaming hot oven with the door open and attempt to jump on the open doorway. Yeah. Like the, the open lid of, of I had the oven. one that smacked a toaster that was on and burnt their paw. So Yeah. Yeah, the heat was very obvious. And still yeah. whoo, you know, I, I yeah. this is stuff that defies intelligence. Yeah, I was I was Simon was licking something the other day and and, and uh, my nephew said he's gonna cut his tongue. I'm like, well, you know what? We tried everything else and it hasn't worked. If he cuts his tongue, you won't do it again. Hopefully, he goes. Yeah, you got good a little point, accent there midway through that. I like that. You were getting ready to be a New Yorker, I think. Was I? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sometimes he just asked for fucking smack the cat around the fucking <laughs> and house, and then I couldn't figure out what the hell the cat was doing. What is this cat doing over here? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, man? I would love to continue talking about this, but I just looked at the clock and we are out of time so that it's going to have to be a story and conversation and memories for another time. Thank you for joining us for story time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like... Um, hmm. I'm not usually at a loss for a giving it to you, but today it kind of feels like uh, I am. I don't know. Like the only thing that I can think of is uh, giving it to you like a pamphlet on so you want to know about drugs. Uh, giving it to you like the bad advice that you would get from one of those pamphlets. Because let's be honest, nobody calls anything a scene anymore. It's not nineteen fucking sixty eight. And you know, being like I'm silly enough without drugs Mm -hmm. is a horrible thing to imply to people who who do enjoy them. Uh, You probably get your ass beat. Not only that, but it's clearly Christian propaganda. Yeah, like I'm surprised that one of the things wasn't say I'm going to go and try to pray away the urge for drugs for you. You know, or something ridiculous like that. Like, you need confession. Yeah. You need some Jesus right now. Yeah. Yeah, none of that here. We're not giving you any of that. Fuck that shit. Bye. Bye.